what bit? Do I have a bit for this bit? I don't, I don't know about this bit. Well, let me know when you hit record anyway, so I can do whatever bit I do. Yeah, I'll be sure to let you know. <laughs> uh, hello, everyone. I'm, uh, this is One on One RPG, and I'm Tony from Two Copper Pieces. And I'm Elliot, also known as Elephant Bear, also known as Ichabod. And I've, this is, I've, I've moved into a bit of a new territory for Ichabod. He's, he's starting to have it up to his eyeballs with uh, people pushing him around and he's starting to fight back. So now he's Ichabod Constantine. <laughs> Takes no guff, does Ichabod Constantine. Fabulous. It's a good, uh, good reference there. And, Thanks. Um, oh, small talk first. Sorry, forget. Housekeeping first. Um, so thank you for listening. If you'd like to, uh, if you want our podcast to continue. <laughs> it was really late. <laughs> yeah, please. Why don't Please. you out there and support us for once? <laughs> Give us a review. Tell people about us if you think uh, they'd like to listen. And um, follow us on the social media stuff. <laughs> and you'll be able to find our Discord link in the description below. Like I said last time, um, mm-hmm. if the Discord link isn't working, you can go to the most recent episode and grab the link, and that one should definitely work. That's, yep. that, this will start paying dividends in a, in a few weeks. <laughs> or yep. Also, we're all looking at you, one fan who hasn't left an iTunes review. You know which one you are. Go and do it now, quick. Oh, God. But that one fan feels really seen now. I didn't want to call him out, but, you know, sometimes you've got to lay down the law. For her. Touche. Mm. I was um, trying to give them an out, but you've pointed them. You've, now you've said it. For them, yeah. Yeah. Um, good point. Uh, right. So, what is... This is your small talk question. What is your favourite small version of a chocolate a la like celebrations or Cadbury's heroes that sort of thing oh i was going to go in a different direction but okay uh in 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 regards to those two options i would have you to say my... out from those if there's something else it doesn't have to be those it says a la those things not specifically those things well i like the little um you know twirl bites yeah i i love those things uh you, you put those in front of me and uh, the packet's gone Mm. Uh, which then I feel very bad that I've eaten a whole packet. Mm. So, yeah. Touche, Cadbury, you evil mastermind. <laughs> yeah, they are good. They they do um, they, they do a similar thing in uh, Cadbury's Heroes, don't they? They have, like, a small twirl, but it's not yeah. quite as nice as the even smaller bites, which is funny because yeah, I'm pretty sure get some, old, some twirl that doesn't quite make the cut, cut it up into bits and put it in a bag. But uh, Oh, no, that was the crunchy bits. Do you remember the crunchy bits? <laughs> uh, be they, used, they they got the the, the off cuts the sweepings of the crunchy they didn't make it into the crunchy bar and they mm. just coated them in chocolate and put them in a bag yeah it's yeah, freaking nice. phenomenal mm. i agree um mm. and straight like on that topic it was taking us way away from the original question <laughs> uh i i like crunchy but uh Capri used to do this thing called uh golden crisp which was just more chocolate and less honeycomb, but all still had little bits of honeycomb in it. So it's a bit more like the crunchy bites. Um, I really like those. And then they came back for a little while, and now they're gone again. <laughs> I'm the only one that liked them. Uh, I used to really like, and this is uh, showing my age a bit, fuse bars. Not very small, but I used to love them. And mm. uh, then they just went away. So, to answer the actual question, uh, it's got to be the Malteser uh, one from Celebrations for me. It's, that is always someone's favourite. Uh, yeah. No one's favourite is the bounty, which is why they're removing it. Well, that they may be removing it. I think they were actually talking about. Um, uh, they had mentioned that they were going to trial removing it in some places, 
and mm. has gotten them such good press that loads of people are buying celebrations now but they haven't actually removed it yet and um there were just some well, yeah they're market. snapping up the ones with the bounties in to get them before they're taken away yeah maybe it's uh, a genius on strategy the, on the day i read that story i i found um found i didn't pick them up but i came across some little bounties that were just chucked on the floor someone obviously bought some celebrations thinking there wouldn't be any found them and got so angry they just littered (laughs) (laughs) littered with fury all right anyway that was uh quite a long drawn out small talk segment so let's get you were the one who asked such an involved small talk question i I think this is your fault well it was about small things um but still uh listener question listener question this week comes from us uh opera ghost 21 and he says some versions of vampires cannot eat human food after they've been turned. If that were the case, and you had the option to become a vampire, would you do it? Is that a reasonable trade-off? Hmm. What a grown-up question from someone that's turned 21. Good for them. <laughs> well, you don't know that. They might have been born in 2021. Oh, that's true. In, my, in which case, that's a very impressive question. If they're, <laughs> if they're like the best side of one years old. Yep. He's a maximum of uh, nearly two years old. Wow. Uh, well, I hope um, I hope they appreciate our feedback on their question then. <laughs> uh, That's it. Cool. And uh, now you have the amount of time it takes for me to pick out all of the bounty bars from a celebrations box uh, to recap last week's celebration uh, celebrations. Oh, my gosh. To recap last week's uh, <laughs> events. There were not very celebratory events last week. Really. Oh, no, no. So much happened last week. I, I just hope you've got an extra bountied celebrations tub. I do, but I've already uh, already got a head start on getting rid of them. Oh, no! So, uh, last week, I returned to Velaki to meet the brothers Vukta and little Jimmy. <laughs> they told me it was going to be a funeral for Isaac, and I saw him paraded through the square, uh, erect on a, a cross. Crazy. Tee-hee, yes, I said it. Cross. <laughs> uh, they ignited the bonfire beneath and at the last moment Ichabod Misty stepped in to try and save his friend only to realize it, he'd been duped and it was an illusion all along yeah he appeared to be dead and then he, he appeared, appeared to be, be dead well that's it they told me he was dead then the fire went up and then he started to writhe around and groan so I was like oh he's not dead well then I definitely got to save him so I leapt into action foolishly Made a made an absolute uh, tit of myself in front of all the all the people there, uh, hid in a big ball of darkness because I was so embarrassed. Then Adrian did some really nasty stuff to little Jimmy and to the brothers Doctor, <laughs> did he? And we fled. And on triple advantage, I still only managed to roll a nine <laughs> to try and subdue a guard secretly. Uh, managed to finally escape, and we've worked our way around. Now, uh, worked our way around the outside of Velaki, where I've been finally read the note from Strad that was in the coffin with my name on it, and he's invited me to be his best man. And I believe that was the cliffhanger. It was indeed. Uh, so let's start off with some inspiration. And um, I need you, it. Uh, <laughs> you, um, you've just received the this request from your brother, uh, your beloved brother, as you trundle around the outside of Velaki. Uh, what is Ichabod's uh, reaction? <laughs> I say, I swear, going around the outside, I say, Strahd! And then I hold two fingers, I flip the bird up to the sky. You see in this? <laughs> this is my answer. 
lightning cracks across the sky. <laughs> we have such a healthy relationship, you and I. And uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? I just wanted to let him know in no uncertain terms what my view was on the on the subject. After after the that ghost uh, ghost Vlad uh, kept saying his name all of the time, and then his his boyfriend kept saying his name all of the time. They probably knows exactly where we are, and now it's just zooming in, narrowing in. Do you want him to come to us now? If I can convince him to leave his castle and come and attack me, then you know, quits in. He's gonna be. He's he'll get even stronger in his his castle Barovia, lad. That's what. That's the lesson that Van Helsing was trying to. Not Van Helsing. Van Rixen was trying to dig through my brain. Yeah, Van Rixen. I mean, Van Helsing's a ridiculous name. <laughs> I know. Tell me about it. Uh, cool. So, yeah, you continue trundle along. Unless you want to say anything else. Keep your eye out for Rahadin. He should be uh, nearby. Yeah. And then uh, yeah, you make your way around the south side of Alaki. Um, you, uh, as you do trundle past, you reckon if you were to stand up on your tippy toes in the cart, you might be able to see over the fence if you wanted to, if you were interested Ooh. in seeing what's going on. It may draw attention to yourself if someone happens to see you. Ooh. How curious is Ichabod? I am quite curious because I still don't know what happened to Isaac, but I'm not curious enough to risk it. I would like to know. Ichabod's like, I'm just done with that whole damn town. I hate it. I hate it all. Huh? All oh, right. Okay. So Ichabod's not interested is what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. No worries. All right. You continue along, uh, ignoring the town. And then you, uh, after, say, 15 minutes or so, you reach the uh, east side, the east gate. And then um, as you're trundling past from the woods, out rides um, Rahadin on horseback. He doesn't come too close due to his... Uh, his awful screams affliction yeah yeah um but he nods he waves and um he starts trotting behind you and uh yeah so as you look out the window of the carriage you'll see him back there whenever you look he'll give you a wave and then uh you continue on uh we get a little bit away from Velaki because i don't want to stop and have a conversation with rahadine while we're still like within eye shot i don't want to be picked out and chased by guards but as soon as we get over, like, down Svalich Road a bit, I, I stop and I turn and I say, Rahadin, yes, we brother. need to talk. Oh, okay. Would you like me to come into the cart with you? Possibly not that close. You'd spook <laughs> the horses. And I look over at the very placid horses who haven't made a, <laughs> made a peep about anything. Yep. They're very skittish. <laughs> oh, yes, right you are. I, don't, I, 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 step, I step down and I come towards him. <laughs> Rahadin. Yes. I, I feel vulnerable now in a way that I haven't for a while. And you want to I... open up to your brother. Oh, how wonderful. We are bonding. <laughs> oh, now I feel bad for him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that's exactly what we're doing, Rahadeen. <laughs> He's I can't. I, I, I feel too open going to Castle Barovia now. Really? Going to head to the Amber Temple first and see if I can... Get a get a angle on the devil's powers. Mayhap find a way to weaken him before we head into the lion's den. What what an excellent idea, brother. Perhaps if you were to uh, go to the Amber Temple, you could make your own bargain with the powers there and gain a great power that could rival the devil's. This guy, 
Where's this guy been? <laughs> he he looks very pleased that you uh you like that suggestion. <laughs> and um, uh, yeah, go. On. Are you you need need to get back to Castle Barovia, or are you do you want to come with us to Amber Temple? Um, I can, I shall accompany you, but uh, do be careful. The the lightning strike suggests that uh, Strad is listening. I don't know. Someone must have said his name not long ago. No worry. And lightning strikes again because he said it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now you might have to worry. Oh yes. Oh, whoops. Don't worry. We'll make our way to Castle Barovia as quickly as possible. Wink, wink. I don't say wink, wink out loud this time. I'm <laughs> getting better. We're on our way back to Castle Barovia as we speak. No need to come and find us. Absolutely. But before we make our way again. A brotherly hug? Oh, go on then. <laughs> I, I grin and bear it, uh, but I don't he grin. Pulls you in, ear-piercing screams. Um, yeah. Very awful sensation. I but, just uh, pat him on the back several times. Yeah. <laughs> why, why are you slapping me on the back so rapidly, brother? Pat, pat, pat. <laughs> Not slap. And uh, he releases you. Tell me, Rahadin. Yes. My memory, as you know, is still fuzzy, to put mm. it mildly. What happened to Barov? What happened to my father? Well, he, he died of old age. As people are wont to do. Yes, this was long before um, your brother made his dark bargain. Your brother was already in charge. He was he had already taken over from uh, from Papa Barov before yeah. before he made his bargain, and this was his way of uh, securing power. And it worked. Well, in a way. In what way didn't it? Well, the fact he's trapped in uh, Barovia now. I mean, yes, yes, that's true. But it is he's made this entire domain his own he had everything but the one thing he couldn't have and it was still wasn't enough for him yes what a greedy greedy gus <laughs> oh yes that's our that's our brother uh, anyway let's carry on yes shall we and then he mounts his horse and uh, waits for you to get going i'm i jump back into the the carriage hmm. anything you want to say to either of your um, other friends along the way don't don't have to just give me a chance before I describe a, <laughs> a, a scene. A scene. Yeah, I pull I pull a blanket from under the seats and I I lay it over over Vlad and mine's legs. Mm. Uh, Adrian, I assume, is still sitting in in the front, uh, yeah. driving the carriage. Yeah, I'm sitting in the front seat. Doing I just want to apologise to the two of you. Things got a bit hairy back there, and I, I lost my head for a moment. Um, Vlad, uh, so can you make an insight check? I know you love those. And, uh, yeah, yeah. well, I'm either that. really good at them or really bad at them. Oh, and he's really good at them for a change today. Uh, insight, uh, 19 with my zero bonus. So you must have been picking on the vibes, which is uh, picking up on the vibes in the carriage, which is why you uh, brought it up. Usually uh, you've grown accustomed a bit to traveling with uh, Vlad and Adrian. And often you'll be telling them things about your plans, giving them uh, expectations and commands and stuff like that. And they'll be yep. uh, nudging each other and saying, yes, boss, in a sort of uh, slightly undermining in an affectionate way and certainly not in any consequential way. And yep. uh, I don't know if you, how would Ichabod usually um, receive that? Would he just not really realize or would he like take it on the chin or think it's kind of like bro banter or like how would he see it? 
Um, he would just assume it's par for the course. Mm. He, even as a a smaller child, the the only person who ever was above him in the pecking order was was his brother. Uh, so he was used to people saying yes, boss, or yes, sir, to him his entire life. Even though now he can't really remember it, he still has still muscle, uh, memory. muscle memory. Yeah, he still remembers the emotional connection of like this is this is how things are meant to be. Mm. Uh, and so it's just expected. I- Ichabod expects, uh, yes, sir, yes, boss, jump to it, three bags full, sir. Mm. Cool. Uh, well, when it, when you've been um, talking to them, uh, they've been a bit uh, monosyllabic in their responses, just mainly grunts. Um, when you put the uh, blanket over your knees and Vlad's knees as well, he sort of shifts a bit more towards the window and just like focuses on his drawing. Um but then you said uh, things got a bit hairy back there. Are you waiting for a response? Okay, they'll respond unless you've got more to say. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. I think Ichabod's like like I said, he's he's used to people responding to him. He's used to speaking and people listening. So the fact that they wouldn't respond to him as he speaks to them is is a bit of an un, un, unknown concept for Ichabod. So he he would just wait for a response. Um, so after a bit of a pause, um, Adrian sort of sh- seems to shift uncomfortably in his seat a little bit and um, continues. And then Vlad uh, looks at you and says, you, you killed that man, Ichabod. Little Jimmy? Yeah, you killed him. Well, yeah, I've killed, I killed the druids back in Yester Hill as well. They, they were working, they're working for the devil. They were trying to kill us. And they were trying to kill our friends, and they were trying to uh, unleash an awful monster. And I don't actually remember. Oh, yes, you did. <laughs> you did hit some of them. But even so, that that was uh, that was different. You were running away, but you uh, you took out your sword when no one could see you, and you sliced off his hand. And then Adrian was blamed. Well, that was purely accidental. I obviously I didn't want Adrian to take the the blame for that. I did tell both of you to run, but unfortunately, uh things didn't uh turn in the order that I needed them to for that to be successful. I he was a bad dude. He was he was sending guards to arrest you. He but he wasn't trying to kill you or anyone else. He At was, the time yeah. I thought they were trying to kill Isaac. Well, at the time, we were running away, but he was, uh, yeah, he's annoying and probably quite stupid. Probably not a very good head of the guard, but I don't, I don't know. He was annoying and stupid to us because he had no power over us, but to the people of Alaki, he was putting him in stocks. What, what about the burgomaster and burgomistress <laughs> and nearly Lars, if we hadn't stepped in? Do you think they thought he was annoying and stupid? Well... The burgomaster and burgomistress were not very good leaders of Valaki before, and the... So it was all right to kill them, but not all right to kill Jimmy. Bukta ha- uh, took that decision, and uh, no one seemed to like the previous burgomaster, and little Jimmy was doing his job. There's Now, there's doing your job, and there's enjoying being uh, being a sadist. And little Jimmy was a sadist. And you seem to uh, take some joy from lopping off his hand and uh, handing it to someone else. Ichabod 
goes to respond like just a knee-jerk response and then he stops himself and then he listens to what Vlad has just said and he he stops and this time it's him who doesn't respond and he he's gonna stop and, and stare out the w- window but not in a he's not trying to be rude he's mm. literally hearing he's he's contemplative yeah it's like oh yeah I, I guess i was i guess i did do that i guess i was you've uh you've given me a lot to think about Vlad. i'd like to sit in silence for a bit if that's okay okay uh i believe in you ichabod um and uh that's why i was so ready to ac- accept the challenge that you have put me in and rally behind you but the just it's the first time i was a bit worried about where things were going and uh he'll uh go back to his drawing yeah well it's a good thing we've had this conversation now before i go to the amber temple and do anything morally dubious <laughs> you could still do something morally dubious i could, probably could uh, and possibly will uh but ichabod's gonna be more self-aware of it now than he would have been if we'd had this conversation later and hmm. um, cool uh, anything else you want to say or do before we trundle on a bit further before something else might happen? No, no, trundle on. He's he's looking out. He's thinking. So you continue along the road and right, and you get to um, enjoy the benefits of a short rest if you need one. I'm not sure if you took any damage or used any spell slots or anything like that. But... You know, I used all of my spell slots getting out of a lucky palaki. Yeah, uh, my my paladin ones don't come back, but my my warlock spell slots do. So at least I've got two spell slots back. Nice. Um. Yeah. So you've you've been sort of sitting in a cart for an hour, quiet contemplation. You'll look out to to the west from the cart window. You'll see Lake Zaravik, where you rescued Arabelle that time uh, when she fell in the lake. One of your uh, good deeds. I don't know how you feel about that now, given that you um you're not so. Uh, enamored with the Vistani anymore that was one of the things you did for them um i still like arabelle mm. she seemed to be the one who had you know actually seemed to be switched on in a whole situation but yeah all the other all the other uh, Vistani can 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 go jump off a jump off a bridge yeah. as far as i'm concerned yeah fair enough and so yeah you're you, know, you look out on the lake remember that moment maybe uh, remember it quite uh, positively and fondly uh, then you'll remember that you took her back to the Stani camp and uh, how they rewarded you by making you a new suit and, and uh, treating you really well and stuff like that that might mm-hmm. make you feel a bit differently um, and then you continue on up the path uh, then you hear an it an awful sickening sound of a thousand screams and Vlad seems to as well is holding his ears and then you look up and you see um uh, Adrian also holding his ears and the, the horses start shaking around a little bit. It's like they don't know where they're going. Um, and then uh, suddenly it uh, it fades again and you hear a shout coming from behind you saying, Brother, it's cold up at Mount Baratok. You're going to have to need to wrap up warm. And you see that he's thrown in through the window uh, at some furs. Ah, thank, uh, thank you very much, Rahadine. <laughs> it is much appreciated. Uh, You're welcome. Th- you don't really, there's no real window here since it's a roofless carriage. But uh, <laughs> thanks, thanks for the effort. <laughs> um, I'm not through the window, you threw it over the carriage then. Yeah. Um, but um, yes, when you get up to Mount Baratok, it'll be snowing, extreme cold. You've got to be prepared, brother, and your friends. Oh, I'm already 
like a, I'm already cold as ice as it is. I'm worried things will just fall off in frostbitten. Give, give me, give me all the furs, everyone. Give me all the furs. <laughs> no, I tell you, what, you guys can take some furs as well. I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, so Vlad will take his furs and put them on, and then yeah. pass one over to Adrian. Sort of wrap it around his shoulders. He continues to put his arm. How are you doing? How are you doing, Queenie? Oh my God, you're shivering. Oh, you're so cold. Come here, <laughs> warm yourself wrapping. in my hands. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's skeleton of a bird with no musculature whatsoever. It's too cold. Come here for a cuddle. Uh, she uh, she complies and sort of huddles up like a penguin next to you or in your in your hands. However, yep, yep, in my lap. I've got her like wrapped up under the in the blanket as well, underneath the furs. Uh, and you continue trundling along up this uh, quite uh, cobble not cobblestone, more like a dusty uh gravelly path now uh, the road is not as good as it was so the ride is quite bumpy and um you uh, eventually adrian turns around and looks at you so, uh ichabod look up ahead is that is that who i think it is what why is he there and then uh, you look up ahead and you see this uh this man you look very familiar blonde hair looks uh seems to be ismark standing there last time you saw ismark blonde haired ismark yeah yeah last time you oh. saw him what did he look like? He, he'd gone goth. He dyed his hair black. And last I'd heard, I think from Rahadeen, that was still the case. And he was the, the burgomaster of uh, the town of Barovia. Mm. Um, but yeah, he's like waving you down uh, quite enthusiastically. He says, Ichabod, Ichabod, it's you. Oh, I'm stranded here. I lean forward to Adrian and say, don't slow down, but don't stop. Don't come to a stop. Oh, is is it is Mark? How are you doing there? What what's 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 occurring? Oh, I got I've come looking for you, um, and I got a bit lost. Oh, it's very lost, I'd say. We're he starts we're, jogging uh, alongside the yeah, car. Yeah, he's having to jog behind the side of the carriage. <laughs> well, we we've we've never been this way. We're nowhere near anywhere. What what made you think we'd come this way? Well, uh, my uh, my internal compass just isn't. Isn't working, I suppose. I came walking towards Valachia, got away from Barovia, and I thought, I need your help. It's not going to be long. Um, My goodness, how's your sister doing? Can you can you slow down? Stop. Let me let me jump on. Yes, oh, go on. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no worries. Keep going. What? <laughs> yeah, you were saying, how is she? Uh, yeah. Well, she starts getting a bit out of breath. She's she's not good. She's she's about to be forced to marry the devil. That's why I've come okay. here. Okay, Adrian, stop stop the carriage, stop the carriage. And he stops it, and uh, Ichabod, not Ichabod, sorry, Ismark, <laughs> uh, yeah. takes a, he sort of leans down, puts his hand on his knees, and uh, oh, thank you, and he like leans over the side of the carriage. <laughs> Ismark, I'm going to give yeah. you a heads up right now. Yes. I've just recently been tricked with an illusion, thinking one of my friends was in danger when they weren't. Oh if my you gosh. turn out not to be Ismark... What? I'm going to be so annoyed. Well, why? That's a, that's a preposterous. Of course, I'm his Mark. As he's talking, I literally poke him in the face. <laughs> Ow! Yes. Just wanted to, to make sure. <laughs> that's my face. Why, what? Where has this come from? Why do you not think I'm his Mark? Do I not look exactly like the picture of Ismark and he swings his hair about in a Prince Charming-esque way. Prince Charming from Shrek. What? Too. Yeah, oh, no, that's immediately where my mind went to as well. <laughs> what What do you mean picture of Ismark? What picture? 
I mean, like, do I not just look like Ismark? It's a turn of phrase. Lads, I've got a picture of Ismark. He holds it up. It looks uh, very much like this version of Ismark. Uh, uh, but he drew his picture quite some time ago. Yeah. Tell me, Ismark, when was the last time we spoke? Um, when I left Valaki. And what, where in Valaki did we last speak? Um, in the town of Valaki. Name the building we were in. Why don't you name the building we were in? Maybe you're not the real Ichabod. Maybe you're the illusion. Well, you know I can't back that up. I don't have the memory for it. (laughs) Hurtful. No, okay. You don't have... No, I can name it. Uh, It was the uh, the St. Andrew's Church. Spent a lot of time there together. Um, That's where I uh, lost my sister in the first place. Yep, spot on. Okay, I open the carriage door and I get in. I don't invite him into the carriage. I know it's not a thing in Barovia with vampires, but I leave the carriage door open and I don't say anything. Okay. He, he climbs in the carriage with you. Ichabod nods silently to himself. Okay, so he's not a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> Shuts the carriage door. All right, carry on, Vlad. Uh, Ichabod, no, Adrian. And everyone but the right person there. <laughs> you uh you continue uh continue on your way up the mountain um and uh yeah there's there's ismark do you have any questions for him he's very grateful to uh, have you where are we going this isn't the way to castle barovia are we getting more allies we are heading up to the amber temple to see if we can uh learn something about the devil oh maybe maybe uh get a few allies as well yes oh excellent plan uh, Ichabod, I think this will definitely help us uh, reclaim my sister from his evil clutches. I, uh, I just wave Queenie at him just to see if, if Queenie can detect evil. <laughs> she's not got any spells. Just um, <laughs> She's an animal and animals have better senses than humans. Well, when, like... when, when you wave Queenie at him, <gasps> Queenie goes, <gasps> and, and Ismark's like, oh, why, why are you brandishing your bird at me? She, uh, that was her. She likes you sound. <laughs> Which now I'm even more confused. Is it? Do, do yeah, I mean... look, I wave, <laughs> wave Queenie at Vlad as well. Um, make a, uh, well, Vlad's going to make a charisma check. <laughs> was it really her likes you sound? Or is that just nonsense? Uh, that might have been just nonsense. <laughs> I, all the sounds are pretty much identical to Ichabod, but he keeps pretending no. like they're, they're talking about something different each time, as if he, he can infer things from them that don't, aren't really there. Uh, when, as soon as Vlad realises what you're doing, he like, pushes all of his hair back, licks his fingers, and puts smooth his eyebrows down. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to impress a bird. <laughs> Could, uh, say highs or lows, and I'll roll a dice. Uh, highs. You want her to go, ah, or not? Yes. You want her to, okay. Uh, yeah, she goes, ah, makes the same sound, and blows it, yes, sir. See, told you. <laughs> yeah, she likes both of us. <laughs> he looks at his mark. His mark just grins back at Vlad. Oh, I've, I've been watching the castles uh, from uh, from the town of Barovia for some time. Yes, sometimes, um, sometimes I see uh, a silhouette of... Um, what I believe to be the devil himself riding out on his um, on his flaming horse and always returning. And sometimes there's a second person uh, on the back of the horse with him. 
uh, I wonder if it's Arena, long hair flowing behind, um, but I don't know. It just looks like a silhouette. Sometimes I, I look up at the uh, one of the turrets and the lights, there are lights on, candles lit, and I see a silhouette of uh, someone sort of getting ready, brushing their hair. I wonder long flowing it, hair. Uh, yes, I wonder if that's Arena. It's possible it is, Mark. <laughs> I'm his Mark. Oh, yes, of course. Sorry, I forgot. <laughs> How foolish of me. <laughs> and then <laughs> you continue on up this uh, the, the path. Do you want to say anything else to Ismark or ask any more questions? Uh, so, Ismark, in your time in... Uh, you, you were born here, weren't you? Have you ever been to the Amber Temple before? Yeah. No, I was born in the town of Barovia, not along this dirt path. No, I, yeah, no, I got that. I, when I meant here, I meant the region Barovia. Oh, yes, I, I suppose I was. Sorry, uh, I didn't realise how, how zoomed out the question was. How vague. Yeah, that was on me. Apologies. <laughs> like I sh- you're from here, aren't you, as in the universe? <laughs> well, no, I'm technically from here, the region of Barovia as well. Oh, yes. Yes, that's right. <laughs> You're the devil's brother, aren't you? Yeah, I was going to say, you know who I am. Yeah, I know. Everyone seems to bloody well know who I am. <laughs> Which is odd, because when I was asking people who I was, they no one knew. Hmm. Well, I guess just the important people know. Or, I mean, does everyone know? Or just Wow, someone's got a big head. <laughs> well, I, I didn't know when I first met you, I think. You think? I mean, I know. I didn't know. You're I, d- damn right you know you didn't know. It's been such a long time that I can't remember if I knew or not. But I know wow! You... You're making fun of me because I can't remember things. Low blow is Mark. Oh, no, no. Of course, I would never make fun of you for that. <laughs> as much fun as his tete-a-tete is. Well, I'm not going to get any more information out of him because I don't <laughs> know the questions to ask. So we can probably just skip the rest of this. Adrian says, um, uh, turns as... So you say you wouldn't make fun of him for that. What would you make fun of him for? And then uh, Ismark uh, looks a bit nervous. Nothing. I was going to say, whoa, we don't need to go into that. I'm, <laughs> I'm already a bit fragile. I don't need, don't need people pointing out my flaws. I used to think it was funny that he was so weak and rubbish at sword fighting, but that's not true anymore. Wow. All right, yeah. <laughs> that was a compliment, sir. Backhanded one. <laughs> Well, I've got to be careful with my fists these days. Yeah, apparently they punch holes in things. <laughs> uh, he doesn't seem ready to laugh about that. Um, Rahadeen, uh, from uh, about 30 foot back from the cart, says, Ichabod, is that, is that, is Mark? Yes, I shake my head. I, last I saw him, he had black hair. Yeah, no, I know he did. It grown out or dyed it back? No, this isn't actually is Mark. It's someone pretending to be him. <laughs> but shush, don't let him know we're on to him. <laughs> Sorry, Mark. Mark, you were saying? <laughs> Laugh, uh, sort of nervously. And uh, so I don't... What, what, what do you, why don't you believe me? Look, I honestly... I, I know earlier I said I was going to be annoyed if it turned out that you weren't his Mark. But, you know, you've won me over. It's, it's a grand old time. But you're clearly not his Mark. You'd have to wake up pretty early in the morning to pull one over on me, or yesterday. In fact, today. It was this morning. You have to wake up this morning to pull one over on me. But I'm cleverer than I was then. (laughs) Ismark sort of stands up in a carriage, but then the carriage bumps over some gravel and sits back down again. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> and, it's uh, all right. Ismark, you've passed the Queenie test. You know, you're fine. He puts his... It, no, I was I was going to um, make a, a grand gesture, but uh, I'll do it from my seat. And he puts his hand on his chest and he says, I will prove to you that I am who I say I am. If it takes... Uh, take No matter what it takes, I am on your side. And he, uh, he reaches forward to put his hand on your arm when he does this. Yeah, I've already said he's passed the Queenie test. I'll let him put his hand on my arm. All right. Well, unless you've got anything else to say, we'll uh, we'll continue on now. Yeah. Oh, I, I was waiting for you to say make a make a Constitution saving throw. <laughs> no, not so far. Oh, good. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, so the four of you and Rahadim behind make your way towards uh, the Amber Temple up the mountain, up Mount Baratok. You really notice um, it gets. It seems to get. At first, it's kind of the effect of like a, a, a frog in uh, in a pot of water that's boiling, and how it gets uh, and the frog doesn't notice with the cold. But then, yeah, um, it feels like that at first. But then, there's just a moment where suddenly you realise just how freezing it is, and you're shivering and chittering a bit, and uh, you realise without uh, these furs that uh, Rahadin conveniently provided for you, <laughs> yeah, mm. you wouldn't last very long up here, and Vlad and Adrian certainly wouldn't. Um, I, I look over it. Air quotes is Mark. Uh, how's he doing? Uh, he has uh, reached into his pouch and pulled out a scarf and some gloves. <laughs> it doesn't seem like enough. Yeah, yeah, I, I suspect it would be. It's it's really cold up here. Not been up here before. Yeah. So, um, sorry. What 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 is your name? Is Mark. All right. Is Mark. The, That's uh, the way you want to play it. <laughs> The road fades away under a covering of snow, but it takes you far enough to see the facade of some kind of temple carved into the sheer mountainside ahead. The front of the structure is 50 feet high and has six alcoves, uh, or is it alcoves? No, it's alcoves, containing 20 foot tall statues. Each statue is carved from a single block of amber. And depict- Wow, there's 20 statues and they're all a foot tall? They're a single block of amber, yep. Yeah. Uh, and uh, <laughs> it depicts a faceless hooded figure. Uh, its hands pressed together in a gesture of prayer. Between the two innermost statues is 20 foot tall archway. <laughs> I don't think I can fit down. through a foot tall archway. It doesn't matter if there's 20 of them. <laughs> and uh, you can also see um, off to the left, a natural fissure has opened in the mountainside west of the temple's facade, creating a gap two feet wide and 10 feet tall and 15 feet deep. Uh, you see light coming from a room beyond. Through uh, the fissure? Yeah, through the fissure. Well, you can just about see some light. Uh, let me move you over to the map so you can see. But there's uh, the door directly in front of you um, with an archway, uh, the standard archway and uh, light coming through the, through the fissure there. Well, carrying on with Ichabod's theme of never not going in the front door, he's going to go through the front door rather than through the fissure with the light. Cool. All right, so you're pulling up to the place uh, leaving the horses outside you also see um when you get here there are two horses uh, can you already see there uh, no it's it's pure black on my screen um yeah so yeah you see two horses outside tied up uh, next to each other they are more like normal horses not the uh robotic uh emotionless horses that drive your carriage so like boris and horse too uh yeah exactly <laughs> uh so they um they are sort of braying a bit nibbling at some uh, stuff that's left for them but they don't seem to be enjoying the cold that much um see so you can 
identified some of this before you yeah, see. Sorry, you I'm averting my eyes. It's okay. There you go. Right. Uh, yeah. So you see two horses there. Yeah, um, I can see that. Yeah, there we go. Uh, that's where the thicker is open. There. The light from the moon, which is just about making its way through the mist, um, is uh, sort of lighting away through. You can see, uh, yeah. So you see those horses there. Are you walking straight in. You doing anything about the horses? Um, the, the horses. I mean, they they're clearly living horses, and the fact they're they they don't seem malnourished or anything. They've they've not been here for a long time. No, they've not been here for ages. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't. I'm not like cutting them loose or anything. I'll I'll, I'll leave them as is. I don't want to make enemies just yet. If there's someone else here. Yeah, they've got a little bag of food in front of them that they're nibbling at, basically. It's, yeah, it's quite yeah, a big yeah. bag of food, actually, like a big um, bale of something. Um, mm. But in any case, uh, you're going to head in through the front. You moor up your uh, your thing. It, um, Ismark gets out, Vlad gets out, Adrian gets out, and Rahadine uh, gets off of his horse and leaves it a bit of a distance. Well, actually, he dismisses it, and it disappears. And mm. uh, he stands at a little bit of a distance from everyone. Um do you want anyone to wait outside? You just walk in straight in. You got any plans? Anything you want to relay to your team? Um, so anyway, guy, uh, I'm looking at Ismark, as I said, guy. Um, yeah. Yes, I believe you know something about the Amber Temple. Uh, you were telling me last time we spoke how you were an expert about the Amber Temple. You know all the secrets. You saying this to Ismark? Yeah. Ismark said, "No, no, I've never been here before." I said on the way up. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Right. <laughs> okay, uh, I I know about the Amber Temple, brother. What what would you like to know? <clears throat> he uh, seems to be very keen to um, ingratiate himself to you, Rahadin. And uh, now he's Mark's on the scene. <laughs> he seems to be trying even harder. Okay. Um, give me a rough gist. What what are we walking into there? I mean, are we going to walk in and immediately be affronted by dark powers, or are they? deeper in in like catacombs or crypts uh sometimes uh that there, there are things in here that may come to life and there are dangers in the temple as well uh things that are animated uh specters of uh of adventurers past uh, th- uh some otherworldly threats may surface as well um this is uh, a place of great power uh it would naturally attract people looking for power Uh, there are things that could be studied here if you can survive here um yes it is not a safe place um but the gifts that uh your brother sought uh will lie on the lower level that is where you may find them okay well i guess we uh we need to make our way down last i heard the lower level um was the home to a lich Oh, my. Do you know what that is? I No, I don't know what a lich is. <laughs> All right. I was hoping that someone else would say, no, please tell me. But no, okay. I don't know what a lich is. What's a lich? It's, you, need something, you, you scratch it and it feels better. What are we talking about? <laughs> All right. Well, that's cleared that up then. Uh, no. Why would you bring that up, Radin? No, no, it's not. It's a, a lich is an undead wizard who has found a way to continue living long past his natural for his life. A very powerful wizard indeed. Inspiration for you. I haven't used the last one yet. Uh, Ichabod's like, hmm. He looks at himself and goes, I have dark powers. I've, I have lived long, longer than my natural life. Am I a lich? 
uh, no, I would, I would say uh, definitely not. Well, you went straight into my inner thoughts there and read, heard my monologue. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, Sorry, yeah. <laughs> uh, I was. I thought that you were wondering if, um, you know, if. Uh, oh, I, I've got no way of saving this. <laughs> That's all right. That's, I sometimes talk myself into a corner too, Rahadine. <laughs> That's something we have in common. But yes. um, the reason is um, a wizard uh, who becomes a lich has done it uh, through their own power uh, that they have accumulated, um, not from uh, a patron. Uh, okay. like you have, uh, this is how you have become reborn. It's a, a different thing. Apples and oranges, I suppose. But uh, both you, you are also very powerful. Indeed. But thank you. I turn around and I, I give Rahadine a wink as he says how powerful I am and I ignite the sun blade uh, <laughs> to act as a flare as I walk into what I'm assuming is a very dark temple. Nice. Yes, it is. Uh, what does the sun blade ignition do again? So it's a range of... Uh, 30 how... foot light, I believe. Yeah. And um, what does what's the effects of being in the sun blade's light? Is it just for undead or... No, it's just it's just uh, visibility purposes. Oh yeah, but it counts as sunlight for undead or something like that. The sword's well. luminous blade emits a bright light in a fifteen foot radius and dim light for an additional fifteen foot. The light is sunlight. While the blade persists, you can use an action to expand or reduce its radius of bright and dim light by five feet each to a maximum of thirty feet each or a minimum of ten feet each. Uh oh, this is uh it's so warm, says Rahadin. I've, I've been so long since I've felt the sunlight, the feel of sunlight on my skin. And uh, Vlad and Adrian are basking in it at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, I am the uh, champion of Lathander. <laughs> Do not try and use the sword. It won't work for you. Just accept that. <laughs> yeah, only works for Ichabod and uh, about ten other people that we met in this nope, group. No, 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 no. Those, they were just mistaken, Vlad. I'm the true champion of Lathander. Oh, of course, yes. They were probably just hitting people with the hilt. Exactly. That's it. Yeah. Someone stuck some kind of very shiny looking metal in there and it looked like it was on fire just as they reflected with the reflection and all, but it wasn't really. No, probably. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, um, so uh, what's your marching order as you go in here? Uh, Ichabod's going first because he's got the source of lights, followed by... <laughs> got so many people you can trust yeah i know there's too many people now <laughs> uh this corridor is 10 foot wide yeah uh yes okay i'm gonna have ichabod up front followed immediately by adrian and uh ismark <laughs> then behind that vlad and then about 10 foot behind that rohadine yeah okay um so uh, Rahadin, uh, his range for his screams is about 10 foot. So yeah. um, he'll, uh, every so often, he'll encroach on Vlad's space and Vlad's like, ah! I know this is kind of a big ask for the both of you. And as well, we're walking into a dark room with a, with a basically a, a flare. I'll walk to the ends of the earth for you, says his mark, to prove that I am who I say I am. Coming on a little strong guy, okay? <laughs> uh, you know what? Uh, yeah, we're not sneaking in here. Let's be let's be let's be honest with ourselves. We're not sneaking in. Make as much noise as you like. <laughs> uh, 
Hail, hail! Uh, as you walk through, you walk past these arrow slits. Do you just stroll on past them? I don't see why I wouldn't. Well, no arrows uh, fly out. Um, oh, thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Such an arrogant move of me. I see steps descend down the, uh, the 10 feet to a time-ravaged hallway. Could you make a uh, deck save, please, as you go down the icy steps? Give it a go. No, nope. me there, Emma. Deck save. Ooh. Natural 20! Yeah, you uh, very confidently take these icy steps in your stride, no problem. Adrian uh, walks down comfortably. His mark slips immediately and rolls all the way down the stairs and lands in a heap at the bottom. <laughs> Lad, his uh, shoulders bouncing a bit, then follows suit and then uh, uh, also slides down the stairs quite uncomfortably. They uh, they both take, uh, uh, well, Ismark takes one point of damage and Lad takes five points of damage from falling down the stairs. It's quite hard. Uh, yeah. And then Rahadine makes his way down comfortably as well. And um, yeah, you find yourself walking past this room with the arrow slits, half, uh, 20 foot high, slumped in the northeast corner. Uh, do you want to look through the windows? Not fast. Uh, I have the source of light on my side. Uh, is there any light coming through these arrow slits? Uh, no. Then no. I mean, it's, I, I would I'd just about be able to peek through and I'm not, I'm not mucking around with all that jazz. No worries. Um, Rahadine... I've announced myself. If someone was going to attack me, they'd, they'll have attacked me. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah. No, no one's attacked you yet, but yeah. uh, because of your uh, glowing sword, you're able to see uh, quite a lot of this place. You can see a closed door to your left. Uh, well, actually you see two closed doors to your left, a little one and a big one. You can see an open set of doors to your right uh, you can see out across uh, you're sort of looking a uh, balcony that overlooks a large uh, entrance way an enormous statue directly opposite you which is about uh, eye level with you at the moment um and uh yeah there's a few more you see a few more arrow slits that face the hall um down the stairs so okay. you could continue on this level or you could go down to the sort of hall so how tall is this statue sorry uh, it's about 15 foot tall, so okay. the head is about eye level with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And I can see uh, what I assume are balconies at the other end of the hall. Uh, yeah, one crumbling, uh, one upright. One, yeah. uh, The one that isn't crumbling, you can see a door that's open. Uh, you can also see, um, like, snow trails. If you want to make a survival check. Yeah, so I, I was going to ask about that. Uh, if there are any tracks, because I've seen people coming in. Well, I assume I've seen people coming in with the horse. Not seen them. I've assumed there are people inside because of the horses. Um, the, do, the other thing I was going to ask, do I see any, like, entrances or exits downstairs, or is that just one enclosed room? Um, let me have a look. That would be... All right. Two, uh, two maps. Survival. Uh, Thirteen uh, survival. Yeah, down, downstairs, you can see... Um, a hallway to your left and a hallway to your right and then either side of the statue you see uh, a door that's kind of smashed in and open and another door that is uh, sealed so that's on the bottom level not on the balcony as well and that's on the bottom level yeah okay okay right um you can't see it on the map at the moment uh what was your survival sorry uh 13 uh yeah so you're you, the snow tracks, uh, they're not like footprints, but the trail of snow seems to lead off to the right. And uh, you can see some slightly wet uh, footprints now once the tr- the snow ends just towards this door over here. The wet footprints seem to lead in there. 
wet footprints go that way. Mm. Um, I I saw the light coming through the crevice, which is through the eastern door, no, western door, and I've seen foot wet footprints going through the eastern door, correct? Yeah. See, I want to go straight downstairs because I was told downstairs is where the dark power is, but I also don't want to be trapped behind, get people behind. Um... Uh, Rahadeen uh, does say there are many secrets here that could be found, many potential treasures. Of course, they some of them may come with a price. But where people have come here seeking power and past, perhaps they too have left treasures behind. Oh, because it dawns on Ichabod what he's saying. Oh, you mean people have died here? Yes. Okay, I, I, the wet footprints are curious to me because they're still wet, but it's cold down here, so the wet might have been, could have been anything from yesterday, day before, without anything to dry it. The light, though, that's, that's, that's something that is, would have been, had to have been lit recently, so I'm going to check out the door to the west. Cool. Uh, you just pushing it open? Yes. Yeah, I'm not knocking or anything. I've already announced Hail Hail at the start. If they couldn't hear me from there, it's on them. <laughs> is it locked? Is it open? Uh, yeah, it's open. Um, oh, so good. Yeah, I'll push it. You open it. Uh, torches in sconces light the bare stone room. Uh, six bed rolls made of stitched animal, f- animal first cover the floor. Cold air enters through a fissure to the southwest wall. And um, you also see um, several uh, muscular people, um, men and women, sitting around in the bed rolls. And uh, a sleepy-looking direwolf sitting around the fire that they've made in the middle of the room, uh, and then they seem to be in the middle of I don't know some like camp or something like that. And then they look up at you as you enter the room, and their gleeful faces suddenly look quite cross. And they say, as uh, that guy's expression seems to be, so yeah, you're interrupting our our sleepy time. And uh, we're going to stop there. Oh. All right then. Okay. Uh, so um, yeah, you've uh, you've found a bunch of people having a bit of a camp out, and uh, they don't immediately seem hostile to me. Although that could change if I keep interrupting sleepy time. Yeah, they we'll do have look, to see how that plays next week. They look quite physically imposing, uh, but they. Oh no, absolutely! They've already made Ichabod feel very wafy, and like he looks down at his very skinny arms and then looks over at these these i i know you didn't say it but for some reason i imagined them oiled as well <laughs> in the well, middle of the cold shirtless muscular rippling muscles oil glistening they may well be under their pajamas which they're wearing while being wrapped up in their blankets so they're, ah! so they're already uh, starting from quite a compromised position if anything were to uh Kick yeah. yeah. Uh, nice. Uh, so what was the um, the listener question? You remind me. The listener question was some versions of vampires can eat human food after they've been turned. If that were the case and you had the option to become a vampire, would you do it? Is that a reasonable trade off? Mm. Yeah. Good question. What do you think? I immediately uh, I, I, I'm assuming they can physically eat the food. They just don't get anything from it. Uh, but. No, food is delicious. That is not a reasonable trade-off. <laughs> uh, I, I agree. Uh, I think that question also presumes that it's worth being a vampire in the first place. I mean, what's yeah. the benefits of eternal life? Sure. But then it's not only that. It's yet, yet you don't really enjoy the food. Uh, you can't go out in the daylight. Uh, mm-hmm. You lust for blood. <laughs> and, yep. um, 
yeah there's lots of uh lots of other negatives to go along with it i would say and it um, would also be a case of what kind of vampire would you turn yourself into would you be like an all-powerful one like uh dracula from castlevania or would you just be one that drinks blood from like from um oh what was the name of that kate beckinsale film uh underworld underworld they don't seem to have any powers they just mm. you know have blue eyes and have to drink blood what 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 is dracula anyway is that some sort of strad ripoff you know i think it might be <laughs> we'll have to get the legal guys on it <laughs> i think we uh i think we neither of us would choose the vampire then is that yeah that's that's yeah <laughs> yeah yeah no thanks um i i like pizza and stuff like that too much i want to eat and yeah. enjoy the food cool all right well uh do, follow us on all the things that we said earlier and uh, i've been tony from two copper pieces do you want to say goodbye to your buddies i would love to say goodbye to my Ica buddies i'm elliot also known as elephant bear bye my Ica buddies see you next week bye bye Thank you.